Longtime civil rights advocate Clyde Belcourt of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe died January 11th, leaving behind a legacy of native changemakers. Reporter Faven Gerezgeher digs into the archives for a look into history. A giant in the movement for American Indian lives has passed. Family confirmed the death on Tuesday morning of Nagan Wewidan, the thunder before the storm, who was known by his colonial name, Clyde Howard Belcourt. He died of cancer in his Minneapolis home. He was 85. In 2015, KKWE Niji Radio interviewed Belcourt for a series preserving and sharing wisdom from White Earth elders. Belcourt traced his activism to prison in his late 20s. There, in helping a mentor launch a cultural program, he reconnected with Ojibwe traditions and established the foundations for what would become the American Indian movement. That just turned my whole life around. And I figured out, as soon as we got these people going about their culture, all of a sudden they were studying to be dental technician. They all went into AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous. Everything we did, we excelled. Young people went back to school, got their GED, taking correspondence courses out of the University of Minnesota. John Poupart, who was in there for manslaughter, got out, went to Hamlin University, went on to Hartford, and come back with a doctorate degree. He became the head of the Division of Corrections for the whole prison system here in wow. Minnesota. So we figured it in there, if we can do this and help people in jail, then we should be able to do this on the street. In 1968, Belcourt and his co-founders formally started the American Indian Movement, or AIM, in Minneapolis. Leaders sought solutions to police brutality, the loss of Indian children, and the need for culturally specific education and job programs. The movement quickly spread nationwide. In 1973, AIM led a 71-day occupation of Wounded Knee, South Dakota, in an infamous standoff with U.S. armed forces. Even though we were concerned about the civil rights movement and all the things that were happening in America, we discovered that our civil rights and our human rights are embedded in our treaties. So we stood on the treaty issue, on the traditional form of government we had at one time. We had to push that because we knew that the reservation business committees and the Indian Reorganization Act was designed to terminate us in the long run, generations from now. Belcourt's quest for Native human rights spanned decades and institutions. He spearheaded the innovative American Indian OIC, which since its founding has helped more than 25,000 people enter the workforce. He also played a role in the creation of the 212-unit Little Earth Housing Complex in South Minneapolis and the Legal Rights Center to fight against racial bias and child protective services. Belcourt's work with the International Indian Treaty Council eventually led the United Nations to acknowledge the special status of indigenous peoples throughout the world. Reflecting on his own family history, Belcourt said, hearing details about his mother's traumatic experience in boarding school, affirmed his lifelong commitment to activism for the human rights of Native people. When they caught her speaking in it, she had to get down on her hands and knees with a little bowl of soap water and a toothbrush and scrub the floors all day and clean out the urinals and toilets where all the other kids that gave up their language were running around playing, coming rap on the window. And, oh, Angeline, why don't you forget about that language? Come on, come on out here and play with it. And I found out my mother never gave up. Toward the end, she told me they tied sacks of marbles on her knees. 
not just her, but other children in the boarding school system to get them to break, get them away from the language and the culture. And she had to scrub floors like that. And that's why her legs would swell and why she had arthritis. And she made me cry when she told me that. Belcourt served as executive director for AIM until 2019, when he left to focus on his health. Links to the Niji radio interview with Clyde Belcourt are available at minnesotanativenews.org. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Fevan Garazgehar. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota. Minnesota.